Hello, Next in Nonprofits podcast listeners. This is Steve Boland, and just a quick note ahead of today's show. This was recorded live at Dreamforce, the annual Salesforce Development Conference in San Francisco, and we needed to use a uh, press room where there were several other conversations going on, so there's some background noise you don't normally hear in the show. Hope you'll hang past that to really enjoy a great conversation about the sustainable development goals and Salesforce. Uh, Thanks so much for hanging in, and uh, here's the show. Welcome to Next in Nonprofits. I'm Steve Boland, and I am very pleased to be joined today by Sonia Norman, Director of Sustainability at Salesforce, and Naomi Moranzoni, VP of Philanthropy Strategy here at Salesforce. Both of you, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. We're um, excited to talk a little bit about some uh, new direction within Salesforce around emphasis on these sustainable development goals. Um, But before we jump into what that is, Naomi, could you just introduce a little bit more about um, who Salesforce is and especially how it relates to the nonprofit sector? So Salesforce, um, on the same day that it was founded, Salesforce um, founded a new philanthropic model and this new idea about how to integrate the community into the core of your business. And we call that model the 1-1-1 model, and that is 1% of product, 1% of equity, and 1% of time is dedicated to supporting our communities around the world. And so how that works in practice is we provide 10 free licenses to nonprofits and educational organizations around the world so they can power the mission with that same enterprise size um, class technology um, that companies can use and they can use it to power their mission. We then also we augment that by deploying our um, we call them an army of citizen philanthropists, <laughs> our employees who are passionate about giving back and contributing to their community. And they get seven paid days off a year to volunteer. And then on top of that, we make investments, um, strategic investments in um, a program called Future Ready, which is around workforce development mm-hmm. and education so that our youth and our communities are prepared for the opportunities of today and tomorrow. So there's a lot in that, and there's so much more uh, that emphasizes the there's some open source components. There's some stuff that talks about this um, app infrastructure where lots of partners integrate into Salesforce so that you can kind of keep some things you already know how to use and work with them within that infrastructure. So much more to talk about. There are past uh, uh, podcast episodes about that that I'll link in the show notes for people that haven't had a chance to hear those yet. Last year we talked with Jose uh, Estrada about those pieces. Um, but this year, something new in terms of what's happening with uh, integration to these sustainable development goals. So, Nama, again, could you kind of kick us off with what is this framework and why are we talking about it here? I like to think about the sustainable development goals as the world's to-do list for the people <laughs> and planet by 2030. So they were adopted in 2015 by 193 nation states um, through the United Nations. Um, and they are an ambitious and urgent call to action um, around 17 goals um, including mitigating climate change, um, eradicating poverty, um, no hunger, um, and also you know quality education and decent work and economic growth. Um, so a really comprehensive set. And what I think is really important about the SDGs, um, or the shorthand for the Sustainable Development Goals, mm-hmm. um, is that they're really for everyone. They're not just for businesses or um, nonprofits or for corporate, um, sorry, for government governments, right? This is really the, um, it's a, there's a role for everyone to play 
Um, so everyone can get behind these goals. There's something um, for every country as well to get behind. Um, I think there's something interesting in the history of the Sustainable Development Goals is they um, they are what came after what's called the Millennium Development Goals. Um, and so that was the 15 preceding years. And those were really focused on um, developing nations. We're talking about extreme poverty eradication. Um, and the, the response, um, for better or for worse, was it felt like something for other, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. something that perhaps the business community um, felt m- as much of a pull into. Um, and, you know, you hear about w- um, when uh, President Obama um, was there at the launch of the Sustainable Development Goals, his comment was, well, we need to have this for the U.S. first. We need to think yeah. about how we're going to support extreme poverty in the U.S. We're going to support hunger, homelessness, all of those issues that we know are um, happening around the world, but we need to look to our own backyards. And so I think that's something unique about the Sustainable Development Goals is that they're for all of us. Um, and so everyone can look at the opportunities in their backyard and address those. And so the impact is pretty broad, and the people that do a lot of the work to try and achieve some of these things are, of course, our nonprofit partners that um, are out there in communities every day working on the issues that you're talking about. So, um, Sonia, if I could ask you to talk a little bit about your role in um, sustainability within Salesforce, but then the decision about why the emphasis this year here at Dreamforce to start bringing this to the fore within the entire Salesforce community, not just the nonprofit folks that do the work every day, but everybody. Yeah, I think one of the things that we love about the Sustainable Development Goals or the SDGs is it creates a common language. It's often really hard to talk about these complex issues, climate change, for example, mm-hmm. the most complex issue that society has ever faced. And so one of the things that we'd like to do is create a common language and help educate our ecosystem. Something that your audience might not know is this is the world's largest enterprise conference, Dreamforce, where we are today. And And so we have a platform to use to have the 171,000 registered attendees that join us learn about something we think is just the topic of the day. This is what world leaders are talking about at the World Economic Forum in Davos. This is what world leaders are talking about at the UN General Assembly. So why not talk about it at a business stage, at a business conference? Because we know businesses, nonprofits, every organization are going to be tackling these challenges. Well, and they are big, big, big global challenges, but of course the steps forward on them tend to be the small local community ones that begin somewhere. Uh, And I think that's where most of the folks listening to this recording are going, well, we do a little bit of this equity work, we do this environmental work, we do this literacy work. We're doing that work. Now I think part of the question of how do we understand the impact and the data of all of those little efforts that are happening in in communities across the country, across the world. Um, And that's, of course, where Salesforce really sings is to understand the information. So um, talking a little bit about that nonprofit client in particular, if they're using the Salesforce platform now, if they're a .org member and they're already doing these things, how do do we start thinking about the data that they are already working with in terms of moving the needle a little bit on those goals? Yeah, that's a great question. So so Salesforce at its heart is what I like to think about as a really robust database. Mm-hmm. So any organization, nonprofit, business, otherwise can use its data in an effective way. So that might look like storing donor data for a nonprofit and knowing when to reach out to your donors, when's going to be the most effective time to send that annual ask for contribution, or how do you mobilize your volunteers? Folks like Greenpeace International and Seattle 
Sierra Club run their their constituent engagement on Salesforce. So there's the power of the the core technology, the Salesforce platform, to simply run your organization better, and that's what hundreds of thousands of nonprofits and enterprises are already doing. But in terms of your question, in terms of how do you really understand the impact, both at an organization level, but then kind of globally, I think the world's still figuring that out, and the SDGs are a great step forward in that. So what the SDGs do is they give us these indicators. So underneath each of the 17 goals, say climate action, goal, goal 13, for example, tells us the types of things that we should be measuring to understand if we're really making a difference. Things like what percent renewable energy are different countries? What are the greenhouse gas emissions for each of the nations? So it gives you what to measure. And then our challenge that frankly, no one's figured out that we're trying to figure out as fast as we can to solve these by 2030 is how do we know in aggregate how we're doing? So Salesforce is doing great things. The nonprofits you mentioned, your audience, I'm sure are doing incredible things in community. And right now there's a lack of transparency and a lack of aggregation. So we're not, we're not totally sure how different communities are doing, but there's definitely a movement towards that. Well, and I'm not sure which of you may be better suited to follow up on this next question, but one of the things that I think happens is you get an instance of your Salesforce implementation. Your data is in it. It's, you know, by design protected, and you don't want other people that shouldn't have access to it to have access to it. Um, But how do we think about then anonymizing or safely sort of learning from that and sharing it outside the organization in, in the right way? And is that part of where we begin here with looking at these goals to say, what type of data can we talk about aggregating from all of these different folks that are using the platform already? And how does it start to move? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think nonprofits will be the ones that end up being the aggregators. Because like you mentioned, what Salesforce wants to do is give every organization the ability to use and store their data in the way that they wish. So we would never take someone else's data and, and share it and and do something that they don't feel good about. That's part of our commitment to trust, which is one of our core values. But there are aggregators out there. We Mean Business is an organization that comes to mind. They're an amazing organization, a collaborative, a bunch of environmental NGOs that got together in 2015 to say, we need this global picture. And so what they've done is aggregated corporate pledges around climate and environment and then and they're also collecting data around how are people doing again on things like renewable energy or drawing down emissions. So I think it's really going to be those trusted nonprofits that serve as that platform to aggregate because they do already have the credibility and um, and the trust of, of kind of the global community. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the nonprofit folks that are making some of these impacts with some of their decisions, though. So, uh, Naomi, are you looking at the larger picture of all the other Salesforce customers, too, and saying while you're doing the work that you're doing with your customers, your business partners, all the rest of it, how are you starting to understand how your own decisions are impacting some of these goals? Are you looking at tools to roll out to them to say these are ways you can start looking at this? So I'll, I'll start at a level higher because okay. I think for better or worse, um, most folks still aren't very familiar with the sustainable development goals. Right. So those of us who are in the space are aware of it. We spend a lot of time digging into the targets and indicators and understand um, the impact and then the reason why they were chosen and why these are such important indicators when we think about global progress. Um, but really, 
you know, being able to start at the most base level for people to understand and learn about the SDGs. And so that's what we did here at Dreamforce. This mm-hmm. is why, um, to Senya's point, we try using this platform. You know, the Dreamforce community comes together every year and they rally behind a cause. And we, we do that for homelessness. We've done that for meals and hunger and education. And so this is really about, okay, let's start to make it so every one of our 171,000 attendees here understand what the SDGs are. When they hear about it, they can say, okay, I know that this is something that I have a role in. Um, And so understanding those really tangible actions so they can bring that back into their own companies. Because I do think we are seeing a sea change here where absolutely business leaders, government leaders are understanding the importance of getting behind this, but often it's the individuals in the company that are really driving that for, that change forward. The employee who's inspired, who understands that they have the, they have, um, they're empowered and they have agency and they have ability to affect change within their company and really to push that forward. And so that's really that framework. We're starting with learn here at Dreamforce. We're asking them to give back in opportunities, small and large throughout the event to sort of get that energy and um, excitement going and then to really stand up and act for those SDGs. And so it can be in the smallest ways, right? It can be about sharing that message um, beyond uh, the walls or the mm-hmm. walls of the campus of Dreamforce, um, but you know, taking the trails. There's some phenomenal trails that um, our teams in the Equality and the Sustainability Office to say, okay, I'm inspired now. I understand the importance of climate change. I think I need to start bringing this into my business. And but where do I get started, right? right? And so I think there's this real need um, that we need to. It is the responsibility of our elected officials. It is the responsibility of our leaders in business and the nonprofits and the education. But it's also the responsibility of the individual. And so we're really trying to inspire and empower that individual to bring that forward so then they are able to address that. Well, you mentioned the trails and trailhead. And and, uh, for people that are not yet using Salesforce, they may not be familiar with that particular tool of training, very modularly based. And you can kind of assemble your own trail based on the needs of your organization. But there are some trails that have been assembled to try and help people understand the goals or to maybe even see how their organizations are impacted or how they impact those goals? There are. We launched a trail mix here um, at Dreamforce that includes a primer on the SDGs to start, um, understanding a little bit how Salesforce is involved in that, how we're reporting on our own impact against the SDGs. Um, It includes the wonderful trails that um, are from our friends in sustainability and equality um, to take that forward. There's also a great trail that we launched to bring the SDGs into our local schools. Um, We're really committed to inspiring and empowering our youth to get behind the SDGs as well. And so we launched a six-week curriculum curriculum that you can bring into your local school. You can teach our students about the sustainable development goals. They go through a maker experience and use modern technology to um, think about how they can de- develop solutions um, for that. So, you know, I our, one of our things that we are always really passionate about doing is not just keeping it within our own company and our own walls, but really spreading that message, enabling and empower everyone in our ecosystem to get behind this, um, and so providing those tools. So it is available on Trailhead, um, so sustainable development goals, um, trail mix, and you know e- easily accessible. We can send you the link. Right, and those are not um, things that cost anything. The people can use access those Absolutely trails free. and take a look at. Even if you don't yet have a, a subscription. 
subscription to a Salesforce product, as my understanding, you can try the demos and just go in and learn how they work anyway. Exactly, yes. Right. So with that in mind, Sonia, let me ask you about your, we, when, uh, we were talking just before recording here about your role in uh, sustainability here has predated this particular connection to the UN framework. How has Salesforce's evolution led to thinking about leveraging that framework? Yeah, we've, we've been on an incredible impact journey. As Naomi mentioned, we were founded with the 111 integrated philanthropy model. That was our first step in our founding culture. Since then, we've really layered on so many other aspects of sustainable development from our environmental sustainability office to our office of equality that focuses on diversity and inclusion, equal pay. Now we have an ethical use office as well, which is incredible. <laughs> As part of sustainability, ethical use? So we, we see them all interconnected, oh, okay. right? So thinking about human rights and, and community and um, inequality and sustainability. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we always say is we know that climate is unfortunately a big part of amplifying global inequalities. So right. those who have the least, the young, the old, the poor are already and have been for many years feeling the effects of climate change. Those of us with a little bit more privilege Maybe we were we were privileged by chance to grow up in a developed nation. You know, we're we're not necessarily feeling it yet. Although we did just go through one of the worst bouts of high temperatures, right. and we're we're struggling with forest fires here in California. So, I think um, so. Even even those of us in Silicon Valley are are feeling those those pressures. But um, we see them as all interconnected. There's actually some incredible research by an organization called Project Drought drawdown which your your listeners might know that looked at some of the major things that you can do to address climate and one of them fascinatingly was to empower women and girls hmm. so i think you can't you can't look at any of these issues in isolation and that's part of what the un sustainable development goals really articulates well well and that's something i wanted to ask you about is uh, the charities that are um you know, they've got a hold of one part of this elephant, but uh, they, they may not really understand how their roles, their work could be seen as impacting other things. So if you're looking at more of an equity framework, uh, realizing that that has um, environmental impacts as those um, choices start being implemented is really powerful storytelling for the nonprofit. But hearing this from you helps them, I think, to raise local support for their work, raise those things. I think the big question, and, and you said that we're, we're still kind of learning about this, is how do they um, think about their own outputs in terms of a really, really large framework? So sometimes charities are trying to just tell the story of, in our local community, we're you know, yeah. alleviating hunger this way. We're, you know, providing mm -hmm. equity frameworks within this structure. But I do think that that has a lot more power to go once we know that we're part of a data infrastructure that's gathering and thinking and doing all this other stuff. They can tell that story back that we're, we're not, you know, doing just this mm -hmm. local community, which is really good and important, but also impacting um, these much, much larger goals and goals that maybe aren't in our mission statement, but, yeah. but sort of echo. So how do they learn more about that uh, infrastructure? How do they understand the kind of interrelated impacts of all of these goals? Yeah, I, th I think it's a great question. And I think one place to start are the, are the trails that, that Naomi just mentioned that help to articulate some of that interconnectedness. The UN also has a lot of resources on their website explaining the interconnectedness of the SDGs. But I think 
it's important for local nonprofits not to underestimate the power that they have in being the eyes and ears and true community experts. Um, folks at the corporate level, we're always talking at our own conferences about how you you can't you you won't be successful coming in um, to a community and kind of putting your lens on the problem. You know, going going into right. a community that you don't belong to even with the best intentions, throwing money at problems or you know, throwing, throwing corporate volunteers at an issue will never be successful. It won't be sustainable in the truest sense of sustainable. <laughs> you know, we, we hear these horror stories of folks going in and building wells that aren't used you know, months later because they weren't thought through and they weren't embraced by the community or things like that. So I, I see this beautiful partnership between grassroots nonprofits who are the true community experts and issue area experts and corporates, folks like me and Naomi, who can bring resources and technology to bear. So what I'd love to see in this conversation, I know this wasn't exactly where you were going with the, the data aggregation, but I think nonprofits realizing that corporates like Salesforce are embracing the SDGs and going to those corporate websites are seeing what they articulate are their their priority goals for us for example quality education and climate action are two of our most priority goals so that should be a flag to nonprofits that we're going to be looking to partner with experts in the nonprofit space to make impact in the world and so they could be that facilitator. They can bring that impact to their community. And this, we're not alone. There's trillions of dollars in market cap of companies that have made climate commitments alone over the last five years. So they're, they're going to be, if they're, in, they're experts in their issue area and they can tell that SDG story, they should be ready for resources to come their way. So I think that's what's really exciting about where we are. Well, and I think it's good to acknowledge that as much as we would love to be able to tell the perfect data story every single time, we've got to begin somewhere. And yeah. if right now we can say, um, you know, this United Nations framework really helps us to understand the interconnectedness of these things, we know our part of it is doing this. We yeah. feel that we are making progress. Over the next however many months, years that we continue moving forward, we might learn more specifically the, the longer-term impact of that. But we can begin where we begin, and I think that that's mm -hmm. an important part of this. One of the things I saw, um, and as you mentioned, me and 171,000 of my closest friends you know, <laughs> wandering around San Francisco, um, at one of the earlier sessions I was, uh, uh, I was in, we were looking at um, uh, an Einstein dashboard. And Einstein is an artificial intelligence agent that's part of Salesforce that people will be able to be familiar with if you've seen it. Um, but that dashboard had the SDG logos built into it. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't something that you had to go out and think, now how do I turn this on? It's like, mm -hmm. no, it's there. It's already mm -hmm. in. So you've begun integrating some of this stuff already into some yeah. portions of the product as it rolls out. Uh, so, Naomi, are there plans for how that happens um, more in the future? Or are we not sure where that's going to go just yet? When so one of the things I think, um, to Sonia's point about um, the SDGs, and this is something, so in salesforce.org's own granting that we do, we have aligned our grant portfolios to the SDGs. So we look at SDG 4, quality education, SDG 8, decent work and economic growth, and then SDG 11, which actually looks at um, secure shelter and homeless, for addressing homelessness. And, um, you know, when you dig into the SDGs, and I actually spend quite a bit of time on the SDG Knowledge Platform, which is a phenomenal resource for people to get started, and it looks at the targets and it looks at the indicators. In our granting, which I think most of your listeners, your nonprofits, are receiving grants, and so they then are probably doing a report to their 
um, you know, to their funders. And every funder has a slightly different set of requirements that they're looking for in their measurement and their evaluation. They're looking at um, a different type of reporting. One of the things that we have done um, is we have ensured that we look at the indicators within the SDGs for 8 and 11 and ensure that in our reporting, we're asking our grantees to unify around that, right? And so we under, we're able to align with that. And I do think that's one of the things. And the SDGs are too broad for every single nonprofit to fit into there. And that's going to be a comprehensive. But it does provide um, sort of a North Star, yes. right? When So you're thinking about um, in economic development and, and decent work, when you're thinking about wage growth, right? That's a very specific indicator that those who are working in the workforce development space are able to look at. And it, and it is unified around there. And so I think when we think about aggregation of data and we think about that sort of reporting and with the ability to look at and understand and share and think from, okay, here's my local work and the workforce development program that I'm doing here in my community. And how does that look at the national level? And how does that look at the global level and what that inner interconnection is? And I, so I do think that is one of the really powerful um, parts of the SDGs is it does provide those, those types of North Stars that those nonprofits can work towards. Did you have something you wanted to add about yeah, and from a product perspective, there, there are two clouds that we have on display here at Dreamforce that I think are really exciting for the corporate, for the business audience that helps them do their philanthropy or sustainably work every day. Um, one is called Philanthropy Cloud mm -hmm. and one is called Sustainability Cloud, so very, very logical. Philanthropy Cloud essentially takes what Salesforce did for many years looking at the impact of the 111 model, you know, our strategic granting, our employee volunteerism, et cetera, and created amazing dashboards, not only for employees to check out what opportunities there were to get involved and sign up, but also for corporate leaders to understand our corporate impact. So that's available and um, available for businesses to use and helps to connect them with the nonprofit community. So they're looking at a dashboard for how many volunteer hours they've contributed. Of course, they're going to need those those on the ground nonprofit partners to volunteer with. And, and it's a way to, to showcase who's in their local area, where can employees plug in. The second product, Sustainability Cloud, we just announced actually at Climate Week in September this year. It's really exciting. It's something that, again, we tried out internally. We needed our own tool to do mm -hmm. carbon accounting to understand all the really critical metrics that um, help to contribute to how we're thinking about climate change and climate action. And we're, we're bringing that to market in December. It'll be generally available, and it's a really fast, efficient way to get high-quality, credible data that your stakeholders will trust. So we're seeing investors wanting to see environmental data come come kind of to the forefront of corporate reporting. Um, and so we're, we're helping other businesses do that in a way that, of course, all the Salesforce tools do that's, that's easier to use, more nimble, faster, et cetera. Gets you out of those headaches of spreadsheets and <laughs> manual processes, hopefully. And that it said is December, you're hoping? Yeah, for, for Sustainability Cloud, it'll be generally available. Okay, and to the .org clients too, everybody gets access to it? We're figuring that out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but um, any organization could use Sustainability Cloud at the, at the 
base core uh, carbon footprint for an organization doesn't depend on the sector they belong to. It's a matter of looking at the types of consumption you have, things like electricity or employee commuting or travel. So um, the mechanism is the same for all of us. So we've talked about the fact that this is you know, the largest commercial conference ever, uh, and there's a lot of people here. There's a lot of people that are touched by Salesforce that are not here. Uh, so how do we, from this point forward, kind of keep the word moving with other users, with other folks that aren't able to be here today? What, what's the next steps in continuing to advocate for the SDGs as a component? So we are actually kicking off a year of action to support the SDGs. Um, we just announced $17 million in grants and a million volunteer hours wow. to support the SDGs um, through the next year. We will also be taking experiences um, like you saw on the Dream Forest around learning, giving back, and acting for the SDGs. We'll be bringing that on the road to our um, different events, our world tours um, globally. We really want to make this part of... Um, you know, our entire community's engagement with it. We want to, we know that it's not a one hit wonder. You're not going to understand it and, and be able to, to do everything you can in just one four day amazing experience at Dreamforce. <laughs> and so this is really an ongoing commitment that we have to supporting the goals. Sanya, I don't know if you have some other things that you've got coming down. Yeah, I think on the on the climate front, what's so exciting is we have um, a few key events coming up next year at the the COP, the Conference of Parties to discuss mm -hmm. climate and where we are since the Paris Climate Accord. It's the time for nations to come back together and kind of give their progress report of how they've been doing at tracking towards the targets that they set for themselves. Um, so in terms of the environmental and climate SDGs, those will be key points for everyone to watch and to see how the world's ambition will hopefully be raised um, next year at next year's COP. Um, I think we're also looking out for all of the amazing collaborations that have been founded over the last few years to see to see what they yield. I mentioned We Mean Business, which Salesforce is a part of. That's that group of many, many hundreds of companies that have taken climate commitments. And then we have a number of other collaborations. One that we helped to found is called the Step Up Coalition, which is a group of what we call fourth industrial revolution companies, companies that are kind of on the edge of innovation, thinking about digital transformation, thinking about all the kind of technology challenges that business leaders are tackling now. So we, we just can't wait to see what these companies and these organizations that have joined together to collaborate and made big commitments, what they do. You know, the proof's in the pudding. We, we all are, are going to be held accountable either at a national level or a corporate level. So I'm excited to, to kind of see the results of all of that. Well, it's really exciting to hear everything that you're doing so far to amplify a framework that I think that you began the conversation by saying, you know, it sort of felt like it was this multi-governmental thing that is just too big, it's out there, it's somebody else's problem, as opposed to it's a framework that we all can contribute to and understand and, and look at. And I, I think, again, a really important step of that is what data are we gathering about what our own impacts are? And, you know, if you don't have a tool in place that does that right now, that's it's hard to know that you're making even our small dent combined with everybody else's small dent to try and go somewhere. So, so much more to learn. Um, we'll keep everybody in, in touch. Uh, if you check the show notes for this episode, we'll make sure to put a link in for the trails, uh, talk a little bit about this so people can start seeing more of that. 
but we are about out of time, so I'm just going to uh, thank uh, Sonia Norman, Director of Sustainability, and Naomi Morenzelli, the VP of Philanthropy Strategy here at Salesforce. Thank you so much. Oh, our pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you.